as Operation IDA takes a pause to remember one of their own, friends and strangers gather at a memorial flight. On the contacts list, combat zones remain empty, evacuations pause for two minutes silence. The fires burn on just that little bit longer as the pilots show the Thargoids what we're made of. We are humanity, and it's that humanity that makes us strong. We may lose our friends, and we may be missing our wingman, but by taking the time to remember them, we prove that we are unbeatable. A casket makes its way towards a far distant nebula etched with the message. I've known adventures and seen places you people will never see. I've been off-world and back, frontiers. I've stood on the back deck of a blinker bound for the Plutian camps with sweat in my eyes and watching stars fight on the shoulder of Orion. I've felt wind in my hair, riding test boats off the black galaxies, and seen an attack fleet burn like a match and disappear. As the ships head back to their home worlds, pilots give one last salute and then fire up their in-ship audio systems. Our mics are live. Good evening, ladies and gentle truckers everywhere, and welcome to another edition of Hutton Orbital Live from Studio 5 here in Alpha Centauri. As usual, I will be being your Rudolf Hucker, and it is my very great pleasure to welcome to the studio your crew for the evening. First tonight, all the way from the Imperial Gladiatorial Fighting Arena, we are joined by the current super heavyweight champion of the galaxy. Let's get ready to rumble with Arthur Wrighties. Uh, I, I'm sorry, I think you seem to have got me confused with somebody else. Hang on, hang on, it says here, you're Arthur. Indeed, sir, you're, you're quite right. People often make that mistake. However, my pugilistic tendencies are reserved for hitting the textbooks hard before space exploration examinations. <laughs> uh, last time I actually hit anything, it, it, it was the bottle. And uh, I can tell you, that broken finger ached for months. Ah, um... Well, that throws out the jokes for this script, then. We're really on the ropes now. Well, uh, joining us from Canon Intercellar, we have Icarus Maru. Good evening, folks. <laughs> We've lost him again. Well, the Atrus 5060 is still missing in action, and we're hoping to have Icarus back with us any second now. Um, but uh, for the time being, uh, good, good to have you aboard. Um... But Good evening, oh, he's back. from uh, the team on the Gnosis. Atreus 5060 appears to still be missing in action, so I'm here for all the science that you need for the week. Oh, good to have you on board at last. Uh, quick question, was the Icarus Maru the one that Kirk cheated on? Uh, no. Right, uh, well, before we make a mess of anything else here, and I get it completely wrong because we've got the wrong people, uh, we do have, I think, Paul McCockney. All right, mate. And a pair of snockers, reunited now that Norma found the loo after the last show. Good evening from him. And good evening from her. And now, time for the headlines. Out of cheese error solved as mysteries unfold. Cross-chat starts as Atten goes cross-platform. 
Team Hotbox apologise again for something they did. Hudson shut down Tantrum as government fails to back his Thargoid wall. All the latest from the battlefront against the Thargoids from Canon Interstellar. Lou's been loose with news from Hutton Space. Enormous knock is seen at the launch of the new CGs. First tonight, in conjunction with boffins from Canon Interstellar, microbiologists and xenobotanists, Hutton News is exclusively able to reveal where all the cheese disappeared to in the year 3300. After five years of searching, exploration teams, headed up of course by Dr R. Cannon, have finally located that piece of brie you left in the fridge after Christmas all those years ago. Along with the Stilton that nobody wanted to finish as it got a bit pongy, and the Jarlsberg that had turned into a Bakelite. Yet after one particularly cheese-filled galactic Christmas, it had all gone so bad after being left uncovered in the fridge that the agents of the Dark Cheese Wheel had flushed all the galaxy's cheese supplies into deep space. It is only now, after five whole years, that the devastating effects of this have become apparent, as pilots return to populated space with stories of giant fungus, xenobacillus, semi-sentient Eden balls, penicillin the size of small moons, and strange spiky things that may or may not have evolved from the leftover chutney on the side of the plate. The effects of deep space radiation have given birth to a wealth of bizarre creatures and fungal infections to terrify even the most hardy watcher of Attenborough the 15th, the life of cheese, the collywobbles. From gourd mollusks to collared pods, from giant anemones to singing brain trees, Hutton can exclusively confirm they've totally made up all their made from leftover cheese Christmas cheese that's been in space for too long and subject to radiation nebula gases, repeated heating and cooling, probably a little fermentation due to Lagrange clouds and a little electricity. Let this be a warning. If you have been in direct contact with these strangely evolved and possibly semi-sentient milk products, there's even a vegan one we've been told out by Colonia that's made of mushrooms, please ensure that you wash your hands and ship thoroughly and whatever you do, stand down solar wind of everyone until you get the quarantine safe signal. You wouldn't want some militant Wensleydale to start eating your hull, nor would you want an extreme case of mods hysteria brought on by space listeria. Scientists, engineers and computer science majors have announced this week that they've been unable to connect pilots using rival ship communication systems available to Hutton. Luckily, we've got a fusion an Intarius fusion, and he's jury-rigged some tinfoil, a couple of old mobile phones, and some string with the aid of a team of well-fed hamsters, and has managed to pinpoint the location of hotbox commanders to add to the Hutton helper. Hot on the heels of this, working with a couple of sound engineers from this very studio, and Commander Claire Helen, they've managed to get the Translatortron 3000 in action, and allow Hutton ships to communicate with each other. Yes. They've begun trials of HOTCOM, allowing PWP to go on even when you're using your thumbs to fly spaceships. We've all just got to learn to speak like Team Hotbox do now. 
Keep your eyes peeled for details of the Hotcom in forthcoming weeks. And now, we seem to be a bit big on the box this week. Here's a severe Hutton incidents transcript message from Hotbox. Incident location, Colonia. Date and time of incident, 1300 hours, Wednesday 26 December 3304. Reporting officer, Commander Mia Hala. Circulate to his fluffiness, Sir Alvin Defer and progenitor Leo Wolf. Type of incident, security, yep. Outbreak, yep. Traffic, yep. Hotbox, uh, yep. Type of damage, life, yep. Ship, yep. Station, yep. Psychological scarring, yep. All of the above. And, um, sorry, interspecies war. Message proceeds. Hi, it's me again. It was a day after Christmas, and all through Colonia, not a creature was stirring, apart from Umbrella Ella Ella mollusks, and four hotbox numpties in a pair of Type 9s, which we've flown out from the bubble especially. After extensive research and a scouting trip, Commander Short Engineer 78, known to Dan as his mates, directed us to the first site. I brought Commanders Rampage 737 and Wraith Bobby B out with me. Both were very excited to have a day out and sit in the downstairs seat in the Frisky Hippo. Our first encounter went well, with lots of oohs and ahs and hollow selfies being taken. We met up with Dan in Shaky Moo Moo and he took us over to another Lagrange crowd to see a different kind of space mollusk. This time they were yellow-green. Fancy that. As we got up close for a scan, there was some commotion on the lower bridge. Rampage was complaining that his mug holder was on the wrong side of the chair and that he couldn't reach it properly, whilst Booby was shouting something about not being able to see the mollusk because of the canopy strut. The bickering continued as I launched camera suite drones to get some images for the codex. The argument downstairs had descended into full-on slapses, air pudding and high-pitched screams after Bobby spilled Rampage's coffee whilst trying to get a better view. With all this going on, I may have accidentally triggered the thrusters boost and propelled us into the nearest mollusk. There was a sort of crunch from the frisky hippo and a yelp from the mollusk as it was bounced backwards across the system. Of course, Dan recorded the old thing and uploaded it immediately to Galnet. I was contacted by a local flight prevention officer and ordered to the nearest station. I tried to argue that it was my birthday and the whole headbutting an umbrella mollusk with a type 9 thing was just high spirits and she was having none of it. She was very grumpy. Something about starting and eating interspecies war? The frisky boat was undamaged though. The last part may be true, but since the umbrella mollusks are 21,000 light years away and they're really, really slow, I wouldn't bother about them just yet. So, here we are again. On behalf of Team Hotbox, I'm very sorry, and um, etc. You know the drill. Happy New Year, Mia Howe, Apology Officer, Team Hotbox. Um, P.S. Sorry again. Local political loony and self-styled saviour of the galaxy, President Hudson, <coughs> has thrown his government to the wolves this week as he is refusing to give them keys to the federal treasury to pay for important projects like everybody's salary due to being blocked from funding an anti-Thargoid wall around federal space. 
Said to be costing many billions of millions of trillions of credits, the wall, originally thought to be a Dyson sphere of incredible size and clearly beyond the capabilities of human engineering, is now said to be a big string line between all of the systems holding notices at several intervals saying, Thargoids not welcome on it. President Hudson is said to be outraged that his idea has not been taken seriously and is threatening not to pay anyone until someone ties the string on, pays for it, he says Thark the Mighty is paying, but we don't know what green and sticky currency that will be in, and of course hails it as a success. The federal government states that everything is fine, this will all blow over by next week when a compromise will be reached that probably involves taking his latest communication device away and promising to name another federal capital ship after his mum. In the meantime, we understand that the entire Federation is surviving on donation missions in the Sol system, cunningly disguised as a method to increase your federal rank on the way to getting hold of your very own Corvette. Other ships, of course, are available, including those lovely ones from Lake on Spaceways. We won't mention the Imperial ones, though, because they're decidedly suggestive-looking, and were probably designed after a particularly entertaining orgy on Akadar. That reminds me, did I ever tell you about that time that I met the Emperor at one of those? Good evening, Hutton Truckers. Icarus Maru reporting from Canon Interstellar Research to give you the latest news in and around Thargoids and their menacing activities. Last week, pilots successfully defended against the incoming attacks on several systems. This week, the current threats are in several spots. The first two can be found in the bubble, those systems being Ross 596 and Nian. In the Pleiades Nebula, three systems are under attack, those being the systems of Atlas, Leon, and Soleno. Any pilots wishing to combat the threat are requested to report to the reported systems and drop into non-human signal sources to combat any Thargoids within. Anyone wishing on advice to build their ships can report to Cadence Lab 69 or to the Anti-Zeno Initiative. Operation IDA has requested that all combative pilots divert their efforts to defend the Pleiades systems under attack, especially the Soleno system as it is one of their two home systems. Any pilots unable to fight back are requested to deliver commodities to Cleaver Prospect in the system of Pleiades Sector HR-WD1-57. And that's all for tonight from Cannon's Report. Best of luck, truckers, and for the mug. Under the new system, we've had elections in Wolf 359, where we won Powell High, and Epsilon Indy, where we won an installation. We have also had wars in Alpha Centauri, where we won to retain control of our assets and the system, and in Ross 671, where we won Watson Port. So, despite the changes, we're still keeping everything under control, and there is little of note to report. We are basically in investment. Almost all systems are in this state, apart from a couple of booms, so regardless, it's a great time to get out there and make some money. The only system where another faction is a bit close is Trepin, so a bit of work there will be useful. Apart from that, check the influence page on hot.forthemug.com and work from the bottom up. Oh, Motron. Over in Colonia, or Cololonia as our recent lovely guest has renamed it, we have an election in tier which we want to win. So please do not deliver any expiration data there, as we don't own any of the stations. We've had a bit of a drop in Eol Procol Centauri, so 
when you've had your fill of helping the election, a few missions there would be helpful. Doriso is also fairly stable, so that just needs keeping steady. Now, over to my beloved Norma and her gorgeous pair of CGs. Both Federal and Imperial Navies requesting supplies of various commodities this week. An open order for military supplies has been placed on behalf of the Federal Navy by the League of Zola and a parallel operation is being run by the Imperial faction, the Cersei Company. More details later. Happy New Year, Hutton. And now the merits of the left hook and how to block it. Um, we've got a few guests who have sort of joined us in the studio this evening. Well, we've had to run outside and make a makeshift studio over in the canteen. As you can tell by the video feed, uh, we are not actually broadcasting live on the radio station, but we are broadcasting live on a telly station somewhere in the Internet. Um, I'm Van Tien, also known as David, and joining me in the studio tonight, we have our usual. We have uh, Deadmeat GF. Good evening, Deadmeat. Good evening, sir. And good evening, Flossie. Good evening. And for their sins, unfortunately, we've also been joined by two special guests. We have Icarus Maru from Canon Interstellar. Good evening, Icarus. Good evening. Well, it's not really evening, is it? It's sort of lunchtime for you at the moment. Uh, more or less. It's actually three o'clock now. Oh, three o'clock. Well, it was one o'clock when we started talking. And, uh, of course, we have a pixel bandit hiding in the corner. I blame the pixel bandits for all the shenanigans we've had this evening. How are the pixel bandits? Uh, we're very well, thank you. And don't worry about blaming us. Everybody always does. Oh, anyway, <coughs> well, for the for the benefit, and who else? Have we? Oh, no, we've got Paul McCockney as well. Uh, sorry, Fletch. Hello. How do you, Governor? Oh, I've been better, but then again, it's the new year. We're starting the year as we mean to go on, which is with chaos in the radio. So Situation normal. Situation uh, normal. Right, so I've got a request for everybody else in the green room. Shove up a little bit. This sofa's a bit crowded. And if anybody can put messages out on the Facebook and the Discord and whatever else of how else to find us this evening that's not on the radio show, I'd be very grateful because I can't even type at the moment. I've just poured myself a gin. Um, so we did have a pretty full show this evening, but we're going to cut it a little bit shorter. Um, so, guys, our guests, could you introduce yourselves? I mean, obviously, I've said, Icarus, that you're from Canon Interstellar, but we dropped you in at the last minute. Um who are Canon? Who are you? And uh, how are things over on the Gnosis at the moment? Well, Canon is a group of scientists, as I'm sure everyone knows, who tend to document any anomalies or anything that isn't human, or even might be human, out there in the galaxy that has yet to be documented and studied. And right. uh, I joined Canon about a year ago or so, maybe a little more now. Uh, and a few years ago I became, or not a few years ago, a few months ago, I became a boffin for Canon, and just today I was chosen to be on the show. Yes, it was Star Beaver. Don't. He's in the council, I believe. Um, which is essentially right below the doctor himself. But yes, he is one of the admins. Oh, absolutely. Honestly, uh, everything's been coming in so much that it's been so overwhelming that I kind of just crashed. However, I did make one discovery credit-wise in that the pilot-made Road to Riches for exploration has been tremendously out, um, outdone 
in the fact that it pays out a tremendous amount more of credits than it used to. Yeah, it's approximately around there. I somewhat did that. I used a special system that calculates a route based on different things you put in, and it gives you a circular route that you can use. Oh, so it, oh no, hang on. So we've got another mute. So all the questions I just asked you are muted because in, in amongst all those other shenanigans, I managed to mute my own microphone, which was fantastic. Oh. So all those questions <laughs> for the listeners, you're gonna you're gonna have to fill in all the questions I just asked him yourself, judged by the answers he gave. It's part of the test on the show tonight. Right, we are back to normal. All the buttons are live. Yeah, it'll be all right <coughs> in the edit. Oh, it's basically right. trucker's jeopardy. Oh, that's it. Oh, give up now. I'm not going to give up now. Um, <coughs> well, well, thank you very much, and thank you very much for joining us. Of course. Um, as regular listeners know, people who contribute to the radio show, even failed radio shows, get a lovely prize from Hutton. And I, I'm going to definitely make Cow send this prize out as well. So at the end of the show, Icarus, if you survive it, then please do send a message over to um, to I took part at HuttonOrbital.com and we will send you a little thank you for coming to join all these shenanigans. And uh, hopefully you're going to be joining us for a few more things uh, later in the show. Now, there are... Hang on a second. There's, there's a whole list of them, and I'm going to get them up as well. So, so far, the codex contains solid mineral spheres, lattice mineral spheres, brain trees, Roseus, Carpanasus, Atrinus, Viridian, Livian, Aureus, Simantilius brain trees, Bark mounds, Anemones, Luteus ones, Crocius ones, Punicius ones, Roseus ones, Blatinus, Rubius, Prasinus, Roseus ones, Sinuous tubers, Metallic crystals, Collard pods, Gourd mollusks, Squid mollusks, Silicate crystals, Ice crystals, Crystalline shards, Bell mollusks, Umbrella mollusks, Lagrange clouds, K-type and E-type anomalies. And that's just for starters, but not what, much. Then what do you get when you get there? I mean, are they are they are they just pretty things, or is there are, are there are there materials? Do we know? Does anybody know if there are this, there's stuff there as well, or are these just find them, bring them, bring the data back? I mean, is there big data payout? Is there are there materials at these places? Don't know. Don't know. I mean, I know some of them are um, some of the, the the gaseous clouds electrify you and set fire to you and kill you well certain properties of these lagrange clouds see there are electric ones and the lightning strikes tend to strain one area from um, what i've seen so like each strike stays to its area and there's certain areas that are also constantly electrified but if you do get hit by the electricity it disables your ship and it deals an immense amount of damage to you. you do are, are we talking Thargoid levels of, of damage, fields. or are we talking we're talking more than Thargoid levels? It's probably a little less than Thargoid, actually, but it takes down your shields pretty fast, and it will deal a very quick amount of damage over time. So the more you stay in it, the more likely you're about to die. Right, okay. And and this is a, a, a local range area effect. I mean, you can fly out of it. It's a bit like flying into one of these Guardians, um, you know, space beacons and the electricity flying around. You just, you know, go a kilometre away and you're safe? Or is it a, you know, GTFO and, and highway count? Kind as of long as you're not directly in the area where lightning can strike you, so as long as you're not getting directly struck, you can get out at any point, uh... As long as you're not getting struck immediately. Oh right, okay. So it's a fairly precise. So I mean, these are all fascinating places. I mean, the the um, I mean, the brain trees we knew about because we had LCO LCU no full light one gave us a bit of a review from the brain trees, and apparently they're different kinds now. The bark mounds just look like big snotty hills. 
and they're around novas and supernovas. The anemones look like it says on the tin. They're sort of balls. Um, sinuous tubers. I've not seen those ones. What Those are like some... I've been told they're a bit like if you were watching um, Pitch Black. The thing that all the aliens come out of and fly out the top of and kill everyone. They're a bit like those. I really don't know. I have yet to see these. There is one anomaly that I have seen a commander report. It's only one commander who's ever reported it, and probably for good reason, because the spot it happens out in is past Colonia over near the galactic core. you're You're talking sort of Beagle Point kind of distance. No, not Beagle Point. It's over near the Galactic Core. Oh, so it's okay. Fine. So it's it's after Colonia and then into yeah. Okay, I get what you mean. So there and turn third star to the right and carry on a bit. Yeah. I reckon we yeah. should send King Anki and uh, Winard out there to check it out. Essentially, the odd space mollusks out in that area were observed to do a weird. We don't even know what it is, but they would approach each other, facing tentacles. And suddenly zap electricity between each other. Okay. And have you guys been organizing any science out there? I mean, because obviously when, when the um, the Thargoids were first discovered, the, the there, there were signals and spectrum hidden in sound effects. And um, you were able to find more planets as a result. And that, that kicked off the whole... In fact, we're going to blame you for the Thargoids. That's the easy way. Um, oh, okay then. But at least it, people it, have finally stopped blaming me for the Thargoids. That yeah, would be well, good. Well, we haven't shot them. We haven't shot. Them. No, hang on a second. Has anybody shot these mollusks yet? <laughs> uh, I don't think so. Actually, I don't think the commander shot this specific type because only one commander has found it and recorded it and uploaded it. Uh, well, if um, if you do have the details of that and you you want to share it with uh, the uh, the green room chat here. Then I'm sure somebody will post it up on the Hutton page as well. If you've got that video or you you know where to find it, please do point us in that direction. Okay, I but can, is, is, do, can we up. confirm there's active science going on by Canon to do it, like really intrusive probing research into these things? At the moment, really, all that's going on is finding stuff, logging it, figuring out what it does, and can we kill it? <laughs> can we kill it? That's a fairly take off my shoe and I'm going to hit it hard and just see if it. What did anybody else see that thing over in Australia where there's a police called because somebody was screaming, "Why won't you just die?" And then they turned out that there was some guy terrified of spiders trying to attack some monstrous man-eating, <laughs> you know, bitey spider thing. And the police Being got called because his, his neighbours thought he was killing his family and actually he was trying to attack a spider. But then Being again, terrified of spiders and living right. in Australia is not a good mix. No. Um, apparently this thing was trying to, I don't know, climb into the sink or something, which is a safe place for spiders and, and water. I suppose you don't want a spider hiding down the plug hole just in case it comes back out again. Well, the thing is, have we opened Pandora's box here? I mean, we, all these things have been found. This is Pandora's box open. They're all out. They're all wriggling over the universe. We left the cheese out. It's gone mouldy. We've now reaping the rewards of all that mouldy cheese. And um, what what about these rumours that somebody's trying to engineer the Gnosis to be a like a, a giant transforming robot as well? Or is that just complete myth and Christmas drink talking? I will not confirm nor deny anything. So the next... Everybody thinks it's going to be space legs and, and atmospheric landings. I think it's going to be elite dangerous colon transformers. You know, you're going to hear that noise and then your vulture's going to become a really small robot that gets crushed by something big. 
Does anyone oh, register? I never realized how much you? I wanted that. Mm. Yeah, we're going to walk around I on planet services just... like Mech Warrior or something. I, my concern is what exactly is a colon transformer? A what? <laughs> uh, also, I just posted. You said in the Elite Dangerous colon transformer. Flipping it, I did, yes. <laughs> I just posted in the Discord the video that I mentioned. Okay, well, thank you very much for that. Ah, no, you see, I work out. I just worked out why I was muted there. I've got the preview on on my, my, my stream as well. Oh, dear. It's all gone wrong in the studio. Well,. Okay, so there's active science going on, and, and thanks very much to Canon. Now, we also noticed in the leaderboards that Canon Interstellar seems to be holding quite a quite a lead at the moment over Hutton in the exploration stakes, which I suppose we're not really surprised about, given that our lot are still out there and your lot keep coming back with the science. Well, I mean, the majority of discoveries are very much out there. As I said, this uh, <coughs> the two mollusk things that were doing the stuff with the science, I don't know how to word it, uh, the, 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 the probing, the, 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 the real heavy probing, yes. Yes, electric probing. Yep. Yeah. yeah, I suppose they could get back to Colonia and drop it off, though, but then again, to, to your... I mean, to Canon have got a, an outpost in Colonia somewhere, don't they? They've well, a... Distant Worlds 2 is departing in 10 days, and apparently a part of the initiative is to build a station out there in the core. You see, you could have segued that, no better than you did. Distant Worlds 2. Now, Flossie, this is this sounds like your kind of thing. Yeah. <laughs> so, is, is is Flossie or Poopy or Poppy or whatever she's called um, heading out to Distant Worlds, or uh, are, are you just yes. observing from the sidelines? Yes, Flossie is. My main account is going out. Right, when do you leave? When's the uh, party? A week on Sunday. week on Sunday. That would make it the 13th. 12th, 13th, yeah. 13th. Okay, it's um, been nice knowing you. Yeah, yeah, we've just listed all these things: the Gordon Mollus, the Crystalline Shards. The they're all coming to get you. Oh <laughs> yeah, I was, just, <clears throat> I was just thinking that. Like, what am I letting myself in for? <laughs> the brain trees, the lattice mineral spheres. I mean, we're going to see flossy pictures of Flossie's ship stuck inside a lattice, lattice mineral sphere, shouting, "Help! <laughs> I'm stuck! <laughs> get me out!" Yeah, that sounds horrifying. Yes. Get me out of here. Yeah. Yes. I'm a hunt <laughs> trucker. Get me out of here. Yeah. I'm now okay. somewhat scared to take my ship out there. I'm I'm staying safely right next to Sol, just in case the Thargoids have ignored it. Um. Well, look. Thank you very much for that one. And of course, our other guest in the studio is PBSF Pendragon. Ahoy. Now, could you please tell us what does PBSF stand for? Um, I can. Uh, it, it, it's a very, very silly name. It is a silly name. Um, because I thought when I created, uh, the PBSF that it would be me and like four other people. So I just gave it a bit of a throwaway name. Uh, and by the time I kind of realized that it was taking off, it was a bit too late to change it. Um, but it stands for the Pixel Bandits Security Force. Now you're, you're based in Icing Vision. There you go. Here's how's my memory. That's yeah. That's quite correct, actually. Icing vision uh, in the Nito, in Nito system. system. Yes, because we've taken the Mickey out of Nito because it's quite a Nito little place too. Yeah, I call it Nito. A lot of people pronounce it Neto. Probably no, ne to get Neto around is. That. I think that's a bad oh, no. store with a little dog for a symbol, and it's any. It is Scandinavian for value. Other superstores are available. Yeah, you don't want to be Neto. Nito sounds much more. It sounds Nito. Yeah, it it sounds positively American and neat. <laughs> I'm sure an American means really good. 
Something like that. We'll have to ask our resident American. Are there any resident Americans here who can confirm whether neat is a good thing? Uh, yes, I am American, and neat is a good thing. Right, it's not like sick, which is not a good thing. It is a good thing. I can't, I can't tell these days. I'm too old. <laughs> I think that's a British thing. If everything's sick, I, I, I don't know. Well, at least my son hasn't adopted that one yet. Okay, so the Pixel Bandits. Who are the Pixel hey, just Bandits? Be what glad they... that uh, your son hasn't adopted the term lit. How many T's is your son putting in lit? Um, usually when he's set fire to something, it's just the one. <laughs> and, and Daddy, can I have the matches back, please? No, you will not be an evil genius and burn down the world. Um, <laughs> anyway, so Pixel Bandits, who are they? What do they do? I mean, you do a podcast yourself. Um, we're really glad to have you on we our do. little podcast, because it's going to be a podcast, this one. It's not going to be anything else. Anyway, so go on, t- tell us tell us a little bit about you guys. And obviously, the, po- the podcast, the wider stuff that you do, you know. Um, so, yeah, I mean, we've got... Um kind of two branches uh, kind of on the go. We've got PBSF, which is our clan and community. Uh, very much like the truckers, we uh, like helping people have fun, have a strong um, uh, player with player, to coin your term. Um, strong strong streak, because uh, that is the, the best term that I think has ever been created for it. Um, but yeah, we just we just want folks to have fun. We are, we've got, we've got a, a PC side to the community. Um, it's not huge. Uh, our console side is larger, but we are we have got a growing PC side, which is nice. Um, but mostly for console, and we I kind of created the whole thing just to get away from uh, trash talking and, and things online, and it's been partially successful at least. Uh, we certainly have no in house. I know. Talking yeah, I know, I know. There's been a little bit of trash talking around you guys, but um, I, I think a bit of fakery of people pretending to be you. And I think you had a stalker at one point, didn't you? Um, a few, uh, yeah. yeah, through <laughs> through the time. We, we feel um, jealous here at Hutton. We haven't got any stalkers. You know, this is, this you, is terrible. You have got you have got certain cubicles though. Uh, so well, we do banish people to those cubicles when they're <laughs> yeah. naughty. Which I suppose the thing about Hutton is people who are here are actually either in on the joke or uh, too drunk to know better. Generally. <laughs> um, so yeah, we got we got the PBSF, which is um, Elite Dangerous, very very strongly Elite Dangerous. We absolutely love it, and also. Um, while we were there, we thought, well, why don't we play other games together as well? So we've got um, like the Pathfinders and Roughnecks who do other games, racing games, and all sorts. Um, and then we've got the the kind of the split off, more media side of it is we've got Pixel Bandits itself, which is uh, YouTube and streaming and silly little memes and uh, podcast and charity events. Um, oh, see, see, I've got something. You see, there's something that always sits above my desk when I do these broadcasts. Now, I, I, are you able to see the um, the stream visuals while you're talking, or are you going to have to watch this back later? It's it's a um, Twitch being Twitch. It is a little uh, far behind, well, I'm, I'm, I'm um, but I can see it here. certainly. I'm just gonna I think I know what it is you're holding, so I'm going to say. Do, I'm going to I'm going to stroke it. It's sort of it's <laughs> it, it it's sort of about I don't know. It must be about eight inches long. And it's yeah. it, it's very dark and it's quite is it hard. And it's, I it's can't very see hard. anything so but from what I'm hearing, and, it, and it's, it's immensely tasty. <laughs> it is it, it is deliciously good. tasty. Has it ever been wet? Uh, well, it's very dry now. Okay, Mainly that's all that matters because I, I I I got it down me really quickly the other day. Um, no, I, I have. A, I'm going to read the back of it. It says, "Often reviled, always revered." Crafted for the PBSF by the Lawman Brew Company Master Artisans in Icing Vision Station, the Pixel Bandit Ale is the pride of the Neato system. And you thought I'd remem- remembered all those things? It's written in front of me on a bottle. <laughs> um, now shipping galaxy wide, this delicate combination of extra pale malt, sole imported hops, and house yeast gives a citrus aroma and predominant flavors of lemongrass and tangerine. 
the brewing process known to use utilize meta alloys that's special just for the canon representative here um painite that's for all the miners here and bob's old boots um that's for the truckers here makes pixel bandit a house favorite at kenan and alicia's deckard's bar Ken, Ken and Alicia are the owners of Deckard's Bar. They're the oh, owners right. of Deckard's Bar. Uh, a deploy heat sink serve chilled. Now, we, we've got a master brewer. He's not here, is he? Our master brewer. Oh, he is. Oh, I'm here. Is he? Hey. Did you Did you ever try one of these? Uh, by the way, he, he's a I judge have, yes. on beer. And oh, also wow. a, master, okay. a master brew man himself. <laughs> are you, are you familiar with the Lawman Brew Company or Brewco? I wasn't familiar with them before, but yes, I have had that beer. I think it was at... Um, uh, might have been Manchester Elite Meat. I can't remember. Uh, it was either it would have been Bristol or that one that wasn't <laughs> Reading, but was close to Reading. Yeah, it was oh, I didn't go to that yeah, one, so yeah, yeah it would have been there. Bristol then, I guess. Yeah, the one where we made yeah. you sleep in the car park. The one that was just off the M4. Yeah, that one. That one. Okay, so Pixel Band. It's a very light yes. and truckers, but you, I mean, you tend to have more of an, um, an Xboxy kind of leaning. So you're, you're um, a bit like Team say... Hotbox. I would say PlayStation as well now. Very importantly, we don't want our, our PS4 oh. brothers to be uh, left behind because we have got I'm a, PS4 a very strong we've got a PS4, PS4 contingent. Hey. Oh, well, I think we've got... Well, looking at the, the squadrons, I think we've got 230 in the PC. Um, anybody here from Team Hotbox or knows anything about Team Hotbox? I know I know Claire Helen's somewhere around. but I'm, I'm not in sure. Hotbox. You're in Hotbox. How many have we got there? 50? 100? Oh, I say just... Quite a few, yeah. Yeah, um, and then the PS4 must be up to at least six. <laughs> We've done our best. I wouldn't know about uh, got PS4, PS4 Commander, squadrons because I have Commander. my own for Sagittarius I. Right. Okay. Um, so we've done our best. But yes, we're, we I mean, we're very welcoming to PS4 Commander. We've not had anybody step up as an officer in charge of the PS4 side of things yet. So I think PS4 has been very much rolled into, we're just doing Hutton things, just join in. But I, I think the Hutton PS4 Commanders are feeling a little lonely at the moment. I, know, um, I think Claire Helen said there was a PS4 Commander, and Flossie's got one, Cow's got one. Um, and we have yeah, a Claire few... Helen's just said there are 11 PS4 Commanders. It would be told yeah, I've, Cow I've, actually I've accepted her uh, account. Oh, well, so we're doing okay. I don't know whether that's generally representative or just like PWP doesn't mean as much to PS4s as it does to, to PC players, but... <laughs> oh, yeah, there's a lot of PvP players on PS4. Oh, it, it's a shooty kind of thing, is it? The console yeah, crowds, I think you'll generally find are a bit younger. systems, ever. Right, okay. Not on a PS4. At least while in open. Okay, fair enough. <laughs> Um, Danger. Now, uh, now, other things we've got to mention, the script here. So that's about you guys. That's about the Canon Installer. Now, we've had a message from... Now, uh, you guys, have you heard any of the music we produced? Obviously, I'm, I'm pretty sure, uh, John, you will have done. But um, Icarus, I mean, you haven't really listened to the show that much. About You're aware that we've produced lots of music from the community in the past. We've had some bands record things for us. We've had some videos done. and We've, we've had a video producer. <clears throat> um, now, I can't remember his actual commander name. Um, but Aaron, I don't mean Terrius Aaron, the other Aaron, um, did a music video to the Stations on Fire for us, which was entitled Bug Hunt, which was um, to the, I suppose, to the tune of um, Sex on Fire, but with lyrics by the boarding crew, who are our own, our own in-house pirate band. 
um, we we had the stations on fire, and he actually did a, a full thyroid attack to the to the music. Anyway, he's doing another one for us sometime soon, but he's also uh, got a couple of private projects, and uh, one of them I'm just calling it up. If somebody can cover for me for a second, <coughs> oh, uh, cover. sing between your sides. Here we go. Anyway, um, as a result of some uh, a family connection to autism um, and uh, a, a nutty association and love of all things Transformers, um, the guy that did our video for us for um, Stations on Fire, known as Bug Hunt, and doing the others for us, is also putting together a video, um, a film to do with autism, and he's actually sort of, <coughs> excuse me, centering it around the ideas of you know Transformers and using some of the imagery from Transformers as well in a private project um, to talk about, yeah, autism and, and uh, his experience with it, the family experience with it, that kind of thing. And uh, he's done, a, he's doing a little uh, fundraising project to help him finish the project as well. And I said I would mention it. Um, yes, it's worthy. Yes, um, he's raising awareness about autism. And um, yes, he's a top chap. I'm going to put some details on the Facebook page and hopefully in the green room chat here a little bit later as well um, to cover a few of his costs in finalizing this video and getting it out there just to talk about some things to do with autism and communicating is your own voice and i think his son six-year-old son sam features heavily in it as well so uh, good luck with that production to erin as well and um, yeah hutton's behind you anything like that of course will help and uh, i'll put details up on the facebook page as well and all the very best in getting the video finished and we look forward to seeing it when it's done yeah my two nephews both have forms of autism so i'd be very interested yeah, I mean his his video work on the just using the uh, the camera, and he's actually doing all the camera work on um, for the elite stuff, just using uh, the Xbox and Team Hotbox, and doing videos and editing it together. So they haven't got some of the controllers, or he when he first did it didn't have some of the controllers that were available to us, um, but he still put together a fantastic piece of video as well. And I think he also did the one for the Major General retiring as well, but I can't remember. I have to go back to it. <clears throat> but I'm going to post details up on that as well. And his little bit of work on autism awareness. Now, um, Steve. Hello there. Now, hang on a second. I'm going to have to push and I'll find this button. And we're... we've got some breaking news. This should be messaged to me. We have, yes. Um, um, hang on, so we have... be 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 before you say anything, there's an important question oh, yeah. that the Icarus needs to ask. So, Hot Pit Team, what does it all mean? I hate that question. Well, we we have a new state. Oh, we have what? a state that is you're, a, you're in a state. No, it's no, the we state have of a new surprise. state. We haven't seen it before. We have a pirate incursion. Oh, what? In Wise. A pirate incursion. incursion. So this is like famine, but with more pirates. Well, yes. Not that many. Pirates. But this isn't this isn't low security. I mean, I, I saw Wise, and Wise was in Civil Liberty and Boom. Yes, this is this is actual pirates have just dived in. And it's not happened before. We're not 100% sure what it means. The only real instructions we have so far is complete relevant missions and bounty hunting contracts to drive the pirates from the system. So this is a third state. So we're now in three states in WISE. Yes. So okay. the general security is good, civil liberty. Um, we're in investment, so we're pr prospering financially. But then these dastardly pirates obviously the Don's men have decided the they're going to dive into Wise. That and... sounds like a wonderful team name. Who are you? you? We're the Don's men. Yeah. So it's it's a it's a 
a new state called Pirate Attack or Pirate Incursion. Uh, pirate Attack, yes. Yeah. Um, and I'm guessing it means that you get interdicted a lot more, but it also means there are more pirates about wanted ships in supercruise. It looks that way. Yep. I would guess that it won't go away until we do enough bounty hunting. Hint, hint. I would imagine so, yeah. Again, we've we've not got any real details. So pilots, get in your combat ships, get over there, um, look at what missions and contracts are available, and uh, follow the instructions. Okay. Well, that sounds fun, because um, we get to blow things up. And that, that's the kind of thing that Tyron, I would seems to like so yes, yes um, because the rest of our systems now what does it all mean is a great question the rest of our systems are absolutely stable apart from Claire Helens well one, obviously 124 I think 124 has taken a bit of a battering recently but other than that yes, we, we seem to be we seem to be elated everywhere yeah everyone's happy everyone's happy or elated and we've got no war no election no, no lockdowns no civil unrests no lots of investments a couple of booms now what does investment actually mean for void opals they sell for much more yes obviously if they didn't want them in the first place like 10 times zero is still zero but any system that was buying them for half a million will now buy them for three quarters of a million there you go which is quite handy yeah alvin is wagging his tail that's what the thumping noise is i thought i thought something else was going on there that's why your ceiling's falling in Okay, well, look, thank you very much. So basically, for the time being, for this weekend, what we want to do is everybody go to wise 08550714 and go pew pew. But there's a warning here. What kind of ship do you want to take to wise 08550714? A very, very big one. No, <laughs> no, no. Medium no. and small one. Do not take a cap ship. Yes, you want to be taking your crate armed to the teeth because, yes. yes, it is Yamazaki, which only has medium pads. This is true. If you're not happy fighting in your medium or small ship feel free to take a ship of the right size in collect the missions go away fetch your corvette come back and go do it that way around it's a bit more time consuming but yeah. if that's what you need to do or do, do the pew you, pew in your corvette then switch to a handy any ship and then go back to it yeah that's right yeah but you, you can't land and collect or hand in missions yeah and doing the ship. work there and then handing it elsewhere does not help either no you actually need yeah, to go to Lay L, grovel on your knees at the station and say to her, look, here, look, I've got you some bounties. And she said, but where are the whispers and where are the lion bars? And then we end that joke there. <laughs> and you have to accept the joke because it's Lael. Yes. Just nod, smile and get out. That's my thought. <laughs> okay. Right. Well, I'm, now there is one, before we go on to, well, the two last bits of this section, which we've, we've bantered on a bit for a while. Um, we had some bad news, though, and it's something I'm sure the Green Room are aware of. We got a message. Well, actually, very kindly, the, the Pixel Bandits um, brought it to my attention as well because um, one of our fellow wingmen at the start of December, unfortunately, yes, fell to that horrible, nasty C word. And we lost Spike 1986. Now, those of you in the Green Room here may remember Spike 1986. He's joined us in the Green Room a few times. And um, I must admit, I wasn't aware, maybe because I wasn't paying enough attention, but um, that he had been quite seriously ill over the previous year and uh, didn't make it unfortunate to Christmas. His wife, Melanie, uh, stuck a lovely message up on the EDC uh, thanking all of his gaming friends and all the people who helped share his free time over the last uh, over the last year. He's been a Hutton trucker for a year now, I think since October last year. 
uh, and also a member of Operation IDA. And apparently it's helped enormously with his evenings and his free time and having the banter in this radio show and all sorts has been uh, a wonderful part of his enjoyment in the last few months of his life. Uh, we had a lovely message from Melanie um, thanking everybody for being his friends and letting us know that he'd passed away. And uh, we put a message up on the Hutton Facebook page. We put a message up on the forum as well. Um, the EDC obviously had the message on it. Uh, a very kind gentleman also put a message up on Reddit for us. And by my count, there were nearly 4,000 responses of love and care and condolences from the community back to his wife and his family. Um, thanking, obviously, her for thinking of us i mean crikey we're a, we're a bunch of gamers he spent his free time with but um to think of us and to put the message up there and to send us a thank you like that and, and to keep us informed was a wonderful touch by her when she's obviously got her own trials and tribulations to go through so all we can say is you know thank you very much for letting us know and our deepest deepest condolences um to you and the family as well he was a wonderful fun part of the Hutton Truckers, obviously, of Operation IDA, and we are very privileged to have been part of the last few years of his life as well. Um, there will be, and Frontier got in touch with us, there will be a special memorial put in place. Uh, Paige, who is an absolute legend, got in touch with us during the holiday over a weekend and said, I'm on it, we're going to sort something, we will sort something with you as a memorial to Spike 1986. Um, so it will be going in-game, um, but we don't know the timescales. There will be something happening. We're not going to spoil any of the details of it at this stage, but we're putting something in there, and we're hoping that everybody can come and join us um, when it's in uh, for a bit of a memorial flight. We do know that a few pilots for the Hutton Mug Meet tomorrow are getting together and uh, taking some video, doing a bit of uh, missing man formation stuff and a few pictures to put up um, just to show their... Uh, their love and affection for a fellow Hutton trucker. And, um, yeah, we will let you know when there's something appropriate in place in-game. Um, one of the things that moved me the most was uh, a message, a reply from her to say that he actually took so much joy out of receiving the Hutton mug, that, that little bit of silliness that uh, the generosity of certain people has donated to this community and, and we support and we get behind. And he actually... Um, she sent his hut and mug on his final journey with him, and we were very touched that our silliness uh, meant so much to somebody. So thank you very much, and you will be missed, Commander. Anyway, that was the sad side of the show. We have got a tune at the end of the show, if I remember to play it, but when we're done with all this banter, just to uh, to see the show out. And during the green room chatter, when we get down to it, I'm sure there'll be lots of for the mug. Anyway, moving on, Flossie. Yes, <laughs> I'm sorry to give you the, the, the short straw of following up on that one, because I'm feeling a bit <clears throat> here. Yeah, do you need some tissues, Has anybody been chopping onions in here? Everybody, everybody give Flossie a hug. I, 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 do, you want me to, do you want me to move on and we'll come back to Flossie? Or, or um, are you up for reading a little bit oh. of this? this part, part of his enjoyment was listening to the show every Thursday. It's one of the reasons I've persisted this evening and made sure we did the show this evening, and I'm, I'm trying to record it too. Um, yeah, I'll go on. Are you up for doing the next bit? Yeah. Okay, look, I'll play your tune. Here you go. Okay. It's Flossie. It's Flossie. 
It's flashy. It's flashy. And the community goes. Hello, Flossie here with this week's Community Goals News. Two CGs this week, supplies for the Federal Navy and supplies for the Imperial Navy. An open order for military supplies has been placed on behalf of the Federal Navy by the League of Zeola. A spokesperson for the organisation gave the following statement. The Federal Navy urgently requires shipments of battle weapons, landmines and performance enhancers to be delivered to Payson Hub in the Zeola system. A parallel operation is also being run by Imperial Faction, the Surser Company, which announced <coughs> the Imperial Navy's Logistics Division has authorised us to process, process deliveries of battle weapons, reactive armour and Imperial slaves. The drop-off point is Mitchell Hangar in the Surser system. Both began today, 3rd of January, and will run for a maximum of one week. And that's this week's CG News. Thank you very much, Flossie. So, Payson Hub Zeala, Z-E-A-R-L-A system. Oh, I don't, don't know how you say it. Zeala, Zeala. Zeala, or something like that. Zulu Echo Alpha Romeo Lima Alpha. There you go. Oh, there you go, yes. Okay, so we're, we're all over um, to the, the Federation at the moment. Um military supplies it all sounds a bit bellicose to us it sounds a bit oh, i don't know it's not really mm. a very huttonish kind of thing is it transporting weapons no i don't think we're, so. not, we're not a fan no. of transporting weapons and yeah i mean performance enhancers we use those in parties uh, sorry i've heard they use in parties <laughs> um, <laughs> i think uh, the federation I, performance enhancers actually i'm going to delete that bit from the <laughs> podcast i have no idea what performance enhancers are at all <coughs> Says that um, it doesn't the really Imperial sound like a hu- slaves <laughs> and, and, and reactive armor. It sounds like one heck of a party. <laughs> okay, so this is this is a borderline thing between the Federation and the Empire. Yes, seems to be. They're all rattling sabers and getting a bit grumpy. Well, I would expect everybody's off exploring, and then you've got the distant worlds, which is four and a half thousand people, and everybody's doing everything else for a bit. Um, so there'll probably be oh five hundred people doing it. So your chances of getting into the top one percent on this one's probably fairly high compared to normal, isn't it? Um, probably. I'll, if they have a top one percent, they usually only do that for the decal ones. Oh, so top ten percent, maybe. There's there's no there's no decal rewards on this one. Okay. Not that I've heard. Oh, well, well, I think Hutton might bow out of this one. I'm not sure it's really our kind of thing. Yeah, I... So, I... Now, I'm looking at we'll, the time. We'll choose option three, anarchy. <laughs> anarchy. <laughs> anarchy in the UK. Now, um, now I see, we were going to play some tunes next, and then we we're going to do some... So, the last bit. Now, those of you in the green room, those of you who managed to listen to a bit of the radio station, have probably heard parts one, two, three, three A, three B, three C, and the other... 45 minutes of um, 
Pete Wotherspoon's epic review of the year. But I've got the last bit programmed to this console here, but I've also got a tune uh, because we were going to have a theme, but everything went to pot. So um, does anybody in the green room here want any music or should we just get on with the gal net? It's open to a vote. Have I gaffer taped their mouth shut? Yeah, looks like it. I think so. They're either muted or playing, isn't it? You've got a choice here. I can play the first few bars of the tune just so it's sort of vaguely legit, like it would be in the podcast, and, and then go into um, Galnet if you'd like. How about that? That's good. I tell you what, I'm, I'm going to do a competition. I'm going to play Galnet as soon as somebody can identify the tune. How about that? Name that tune in one. <laughs> right. Uh, well, in, anyway, um, I'm not going to say what it is. You're going to have to guess. As soon as somebody yells it out here in the green room, I'm going to push the galnet button. How about that? Sounds good. Okay. Oh, I'll let you off with that one then. Okay, go on then. You got the cricket straight up. Galnet News Digest, review of the year 3304. We recall the news so you don't have to. Part 5. New things in the galaxy. A number of improvements were made to the galaxy over the past year. Here's a very quick rundown of some of the most exciting. February. Galactic authorities introduce a number of much harsher responses to crime with the introduction of advanced tactical response and detention centres. Bounties now never go dormant, and killing members of the Pilots' Federation raises something called notoriety. Lacon introduces a new medium combat ship, the Alliance Chieftain. The keelback gets a second seat, which makes operating the ship-launched fighter a whole lot easier. The Lacon Type 9 gets a massive increase in cargo space, with an extra size 8 bay. Engineering gets easier, with progressively improved modules, pinnable blueprints, remote engineering and per-material storage caps. Synthesis is also improved, often with simplified requirements for easier-to-find materials, although the actual process of synthesis is now much slower. The Guardian Frameshift Drive Booster is introduced and then immediately withdrawn for modification after it's discovered that ships fitted with the module have a zero light-year jump range. Galnet Audio becomes available for those who like their news read to them. June. The Guardian Frameshift Drive Booster is reintroduced. It works this time opening up faraway places for explorers and often allowing combat ships to jump as far as the next system. Falcon de Lacey introduces the crate Mark II. All other ships are parked up as everyone goes crate crazy. Lacon introduces a new medium combat ship, the Alliance Challenger. August Lacon introduces a new medium combat ship, the Alliance Crusader. 
Four new engineers set up shop in Colonia to service the needs of the swelling masses of commanders displaced by Thargoid activity in the bubble. Commanders who have lived in Colonia since its establishment are angry to discover that these new engineers will not do business unless their prospective customers have already used bubble-based engineers to customise their ships. Further controversy ensues when it's discovered that one of the new engineers, Etienne Dorn, is demanding that his customers bring him cryogenically frozen humans to keep in his dungeon. December New mining technology is introduced, including the new pulse wave analyzer, the new abrasion blaster, the new subsurface displacement missile, and the new seismic charge launcher. Thousands of commanders set off to make their fortunes mining. Thousands of commanders forget to fit at least one of the new devices. Mining asteroids from the inside out and even cracking open asteroids reveals new ranges of minerals with silly names such as rod plumsite. One mineral in particular, so-called void opals, catch the imagination partly because of their exquisite blackness but mainly because of the ridiculously high prices they command, at least until oversupply starts to reduce demand. Environmental campaigners protest about the clouds of mining debris left in previously pristine rings by the modern-day Klondikers. Exploration equipment is also vastly improved with the new Full System Scanner, capable of discovering all the bodies in a system with no need for intra-system travel. A completely new version of the detailed surface scanner maps bodies using probes, returning information about any surface sites of interest, meaning that the many exciting undiscovered things out in the galaxy can now become less undiscovered. The DSS can also be used to find mineral hotspots in planetary rings, and the FSS can be used to find signal sources. Both the FSS and the DSS require the commander to be in supercruise and throttled right back leaving them sitting ducks for pirates and other ne'er-do-wells. Squadrons are introduced, leading to confusion in the LAVE system, where the LAVE radio network manages to become leaderless within 24 hours of establishing the squadron. A profanity filter leads to words like poo being turned into asterisks, which is a problem if your name is Commander Wotherspoon. Falcon de Lacey releases the Crate Phantom, the first new exploration-capable ship since the Diamondback Explorer. The other new ship, Zorgon Peterson's Mamba, is supposed to be modelled on the old racer of that name, but is tweaked to make it safer and less fun. And there's a new orrery system map. After five minutes playing with it, no one remembers that there's an orrery system map. And that was the final part of this year's Galnet News. Galnet News, we recalled the news so you didn't have to. It's all very quiet. Oh, sorry. I had muted my microphone again. There we go. <laughs> <laughs>
<laughs> I was I, I was I was too busy doing shenanigans. Um, yeah, the thing is, you know, that's the bit I remember—the bit that happened in the last couple of months. I mean, what about all the stuff from the rest of... Okay, that was the last part. Um, so uh, one might be able to find uh, the first four parts, and they are very good, on YouTube at tinyurl.com forward slash galnet3304. Or, of course, on media.forthemark.com, assuming the server hasn't caught fire and exploded. I'm just going to say it now. That's I could hear the salt and water spoon's voice when he said the Galnet audio was introduced. No, there is only one voice of Galnet Audio, and that is Commander Wotherspoon. The other thing is a cheap imitation. It's a knockoff from the local pound store. As good as it is, it is not as good as our very own Commander Wotherspoon. It's the Neto I'd version. have to agree. Yeah. He is. Uh, he doesn't just regurgitate the news. He actually digests it. And, no, see, that, that, whole, that whole thought process is going the wrong way. <laughs> the difference between quality journalism and tabloid journalism. Yeah. Okay. Well, it, he he um he adds a bit of sauce to it as well. There you go. Is that better? Now you're a trucker. All you gotta do is truck that truck. When you're a hunting trucker. Turn a profit, then you're out of luck. It's for the mug, let me fly all over the space. Point to two light years, crossed at a hell of a base. Just turn the wheel and keep that smile on your face. Maybe someday soon you'll be a top trucker. Normally we have uh, Buck Naked at this point, but there's no report from Buck Naked this week on the Hutton Trackers because he's currently stuck in lockdown um, somewhere near Seoul. Something to do with, I don't know, shutdowns and tax season and duck season and rabbit season and the whole of the IRS being on pay tomorrow sometime in the future. What is it? I'll pay you tomorrow for a hamburger today, leave. Um, <clears throat> that they promised they'd been paid for, honestly, and therefore he's, he's in limbo. Um, so he's there, there, f- there was a rumour that he was waiting for the fax machine to answer to his uh, R2 unit that who still uses ancient comms tech but but okay now last week I stood in for I tell you what uh, let's, let's see last week I stood in for him so I'm, I'm just going to call the page up again uh, because we've got two things to do this week we've got uh, Hutton's This Week Top Trucker and we've also got the Top Trucker of the Year and we've got uh, dog tags and glasses and a trophy and all sorts to give away. So I'm I'm going to go back to this website here and I'm going to look at was it uh, let's have a, is it last week's winner? No, see where is he hidden? Last week's winners. Here we go. Um, does anybody else fancy reading this out? Is it? I say what, John? Are you there, Mister Matt? Yavol. Now, oh, have you ever yeah. heard Eric define oh, Eric to do his Hutton's top drug, a buck naked himself? Howdy there, uh, horse. You know, the... the yeah, I, I mean, yeah, I can do, yeah, I can do a kind of uh, a rough... I can't, I can't say that I can do an impression of Buck, but I can do... But were you able on Buck's neighbour? On behalf of Lake on Spaceways to... Um, if I ask you questions, maybe in in the style of Buck, to give us a short summary. I've just sent you a link, by the way. 
I don't know whether you can see the link there. It's popped Yeehaw, up. Yeehaw, I got that link popped Yeehaw! Up. Right, okay. Brought to you by Hutton Top Tracker. Um, how do we install this piece of software in your, your ship? Uh, you gotta hot.forthemug.com. That's exactly how you do it, Bart. And there's a, a darn tootin' new version out today. <laughs> That means it actually counts your exploration data. Yeah, it surely does. Yeah. Is it a little late to tell you that I have an actual southern accent because I am southern? Yeah, we see that would be cheating. That would de- yeah, okay. Vermin. I tell you what. No, we. we, we okay. Buck is Texan, so. Yeah. In, in 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 which case, then you've just well volunteered. I'm just popping up this screen here, and you can take a question each on that basis. Yeehaw. Okay, so for our very first one, well, I'm, I'm just dialing up the um, unnecessary encounters on Discord. Here we go. We've got a message from Icarus Maru. Here we go. There's a link for you on Discord. All right. So the first question I'm going to ask, Yeehaw, representatives from Lake on Spaceways. Um, what was the furthest commander who jumped in week 161 last week and who won last week's uh, most jumped commander and with how far? The furthest jump commander in week 161 was Commander Clapster, who jumped 51,152.31 light years. Now, Ooh. I happen to know that he's also did that in the machine called the Glopper to Glopper to machine. And you're going to have to go and look up which film that's from sometime. Well done, Commander Clapster. Right, now, um, so we're going we're to alternate then. So having done that, which commander sold the most cargo. Which trucker did the most trucking last week? Yeehaw, Commander! Commander Keela Jedrick <laughs> sold 44... 44 units of cargo? 44,000. 44,043. Keela Jedrick. Right, the next one is for the Pixel Bandits. Which trucker earned the most mission points last week? The most mission points earned in week 161 was by Commander Sycon with 516. That's 516 mission points earned. That is an awful lot of trucking. And who was the shootiest commander? Also, Mr. Pixel Bandit, as you're a shooty kind of lot. Um, who? Oh my goodness. I've just seen this one. Who? Who went pew pew the most in. Yeah. Guns at Dawn, Commanders. That's Commander Terran4295 with. Hold on to your hats, partners. 146,094,856 credit arenos. Pew, pew, pew. That's just outrageous. I'm speechless there. Right, and we, we've, we've got um, two more to go. So um, we're going to go back to our, our, our genuine southerner now um, for who handed in the most exploration data. Commander Inez, uh, I think I'm pronouncing that right. And in a darn tootin' 191,654,020 credits worth of exploration data. Whew. That's nearly enough to raise Epsilon Indy by 0.1%. So congratulations, Aeneas. And the very last one, and you can do this one as well for me. Who took the most passengers? Who was driving the Hutton bus this week? Commander Rompini transported a whopping 795 passengers. So, if you enjoyed hearing your name in this Top Truckers list, now, um, we, we give out a prize for anybody who has mentioned during this, don't we? Does anybody know what the prize is? A decal! Hutton decal! Yes, so if you have heard your name on this here radio show, 
then you just send us an email message to itookpart at huttonorbital.com, prove that you're you and you did the do, and we'll send you a Hutton decal for your ship. And in fact, I know some of you already got that one. Uh, Rumpini, I'm looking at you. But I think there's a new name on there. Is Keela Jedrick a new name to the, the Top Truckers? I think I think, I think think that might be a new Hutton decal winner. Um, so thank you very much, Top Truckers. Now, we've got bonus Top Truckerish. Now, see, I'm going to talk while I'm, I'm clicking on some things here because I have a message from the Major General. <clears throat> Does anybody remember who the Major General is? Nocti, of no, course. No, yeah, of course Nocti. Yeah. Nocti. How would you describe Sponsor, Nocti? Strongbow, isn't he? Yeah, the very model of a modern Major General. Obviously. It's a very subtle of a modern major general. I knew if I'd lined that up, somebody would knock it down. Right, okay. So um, I'm going to copy that there, and I am actually going to send this. You see, this is, this is multitasking. I'm going to send a copy of that over there, and I'm also going to send a copy of it. You see, you can't see this. For those of you watching in black and white, this is all happening in colour, okay? Uh, and I'm going to send a copy of this to there, because our guests can help me with this one. So, guests, have you received that list? Yes. Right. Between the two of you, and we're going to go in... We're going to go from sixth place, and then fifth place, and fourth place, in order. But we're going to leave top, top position, uh, and the winner, to, to Flossie. And I'm going to message Flossie as well. So, if you could introduce our top truckers for the whole year. And these aren't top truckers by numbers. These aren't top truckers from the list. These are top truckers as nominated by their fellow Hutton truckers. Um... Could you go through who is in sixth place? And we're going to start with a pixel bandit for sixth place, please. If I can find it in the list, just the bottom one, the the the, the picture I've just sent you, that one, the the the, the one with the coconut halves and the you know the with this the is coconuts a, and the silly place and and the airspeed velocity of an unmaiden, yeah. Did I not just? Say, I, I may have just said I don't a think complete so. stranger. No, I, actually, I tell you what I've done. I've just sent that. I've just sent that back to the major general. He sent it to me, and I've just said, "Here you go, major general. Have it back." He'll be happy to confirm. So, okay, <laughs> yes. We start. Do, we, do we want any? Do we want any silly voices for this one? No, well, no. I, I haven't got a drum roll either. Somebody do a drum roll. Here we go. Dr- dr- drum roll. In sixth place, as nominated by the Hutton Truckers for the last twelve months, we have the wonderful David Campbell, also known as Commander Montgomery Python was sixth and in fifth place that's you Icarus oh that one in the fifth place we have Jason Lesser Commander Terran the one man combat weapon that is Terran 4295 in fifth place as nominated by your fellow commanders in fourth place Mr. Pixel Bandit we have the indomitable Stuart Walpole, Commander Texas Stew. For all the efforts over in Colonia, thank you very much, Commander Texas Stew. Um, then going over to third place, and I'm pretty sure this one was heavy, really heavy, on nominations of the Pixel Bandits, which means Pixel PBSF and Team Hotbox can't talk about this one. It's got to be back down south again. We have Dan Toffam, Commander Short Engineer 78. Then, in second place, and this was nominated by all the people who use the Hutton Helper and rely upon it to tell them when they've got the missions wrong and what they're supposed to be doing every single day. But um, our second place top trucker of the year was... The absolutely lovely, splendid and tremendous Aaron Cochran, also known as Commander 
I hope I get this right. Interius Fusion. Woohoo! Yes, that is the engineer behind the Hutton Helper and the Hot Dot for the Mug website. As nominated Yay. by the Hutton Truckers. Now I'm going to lead the first place one to Commander Flossie. Because this needs reading by somebody truly epic. Flossie, as nominated by fellow Hutton Truckers this year, who was this year's Hutton Top Trucker? Top Trucker of 2018 or 30 or 4? It's got weird, sir. 34. <laughs> 33 or 4, that's right. We have Graham McKeague, otherwise known as Commander Graham MK. Right, big round of applause for Graham MK. As nominated by the fellow commanders, yes, this is for services over and above to the BGS after the retirement of the Major General and during the creation of the custodians and learning all the new BGS and um, even flying spaceships from inside a tractor in the middle of a field. Uh, congratulations, Commander Graham MK. If you can send an email, please do itippartathutmobile.com and prove that you are you, then your trophy for this year, and you do have to give it up at the end of the year to give to somebody no. else, unless it's you again. Um, yes, you... you um, You've been awarded the trophy. Yay! Well done. Now there are some there are some more trophies as well for, for services over and above. And I'm just scrolling down to that one. Tiddly bomb from Commander Evenstar. Here we go. Now Commander Evenstar has also been looking for nominations for people who've gone um, above and beyond. Um, he is giving away some tankards for services to Alvin and his followers exceeding all expectations. He is giving those two. Now, I've got to find out the, the legitimately. Uh, the, the tankers will also be going to the Short Engineer 78. That's uh, Mr. Topham. And Commander Marco 2612, Mia Hale, will be getting tankers for services above and beyond. Round of applause. Yay! That was a very quiet Ooh. round of applause. Right, um, there are either dog Ooh. tags or official Hutton business cards, their preference being sent out to. Commander Arcturus Z. Uh, we've got Lady Riverboat, also known as um, Mrs. Oh my goodness, you didn't make us up that volcano, did you? Um, She's a vicious lady. Yes, we have had a nomination <laughs> for Lady El Masri, who will be sent either dog tags or business cards, their preference. And uh, Commander Rampage 737 are all being sent at dog tags courtesy of the Hutton Orbital Productions Division known as Commander Evenstar as nominated by your fellow commanders and approved by Alvin. So if representatives of all those people could get in touch please and let us know who they are and what they want um, then we will send it out to them as well but congratulations to everybody. Now you see I've, I forgot something here because I was supposed to do it I was supposed to do a tune. Right okay I'm going to do another tune and then we're going to run down to the green room. Are we all good with that, yeah? So I'm no, not there's no way to run. I'm not I'm going I'm not going to <laughs> stop this anywhere. tune in somebody tells me what it is. Ready? Go. <laughs> there you go, you killed it. Yes, that would be the Karma Chameleon. I'm gonna go through the uh, tunes this week um to give you a hint as to what the, the theme was in a bit. Um right, uh 
Well, that was the tune for running down to butt naked and then the green room. Okay, so I'm going to play another tune here. Now, I know at least one person here recognised this in the first few bars as well. So this was the tune for going to the green room. So the first tune we had was Witchy Woman by the Eagles. The second one was, um, I'll scroll up to the top, somebody quick cover me, is uh, Soul Limbo by Booker T and the MGs. Uh, the third one was Karma Chameleon by the Lost Fingers. And the next one, once again, I'm going to play it and somebody yell out when you recognise it. Oh, okay. Yes, that was Barracuda by Heart. Love that song. Okay, so we've got Witchy Woman. We've got Soul Limbo by Booker T. We've got Karma Chameleon by um, not the people who originally did it. We've got Barracuda by Heart. And we then have one last tune when we leave the green room and go. Fish. So we can't leave the green room yet because we're going to say quickly hi to everybody. I know it's half to... Actually, I tell you what, we've knackered this show up and we're still not as late as Cal does it. Yep. I have no idea how that works. So we're going to very quickly go down to the green room. We're going to take some uh, guesses via messages in the green room here. And if somebody can watch out for other guesses as well and let me know what they are without blurting it out loud to the theme. What am I going to give away for the guesses this week? Um... And we're going to have a hut and pack. What do you reckon? I think there's a hut and shot glass spare in my supplies here. So I'll tell you what, somebody gets the theme this week by message to me, either in the green room or via Discord. Um, and I am going to send out a hut and shot glass for being bang on target. Okay? Right. And anybody who saw the script is not eligible. So we're going to go down to the green room. So I'm going to start with the first person, then... Um, Steve is second, Flossie is third, our guest Icarus is fourth, and uh, PBSF, if he doesn't have to scarp it, will be fifth, and we'll all say hi to somebody. If you've got nothing to say, you say for the mug, and if you've got something to say, then tell us, and then say for the mug so we can move on. Uh, Bewilderbeast, as your first, I'm going to say hi, happy new year to you, sir. Hi, uh, I, <laughs> I thought I left. <laughs> no, you haven't Fair left, enough. you haven't escaped, so I've caught you. I <laughs> still there. You, you lock, cannot go. Filling the door. Confidence. So, oh, damn. Damn. I'm um, going to say, uh, hi, happy new year to you. Do you have anything to say? Uh, no, for the mug. Everyone, for the mug. Happy, happy 19. Happy 3305. Excellent. Sir. So moving along to Steve, you're next. Happy new year, Antarius. How are you, sir? Hey, happy new year. How's it going? It's very, very, very good. Thank you. I don't need to ask you what you've been doing because we know, but can you yeah. tell us a bit about it? Um, yeah, just been working behind the scenes on getting things wrapped up, and I noticed exploration data values were uh, wildly inaccurate, so I'm working on getting that all sorted out now. And the new version is out today, I believe? Yep, it's out, so you need to uh, close down your hut and helper, reopen it, and it'll say updated, just close it down, reopen it again, and you'll be on the new version. Can confirm, that works. Yep. Anything else you need to tell us? No, not really. Just um, console commanders should be looking out because things will be moving on for you guys fairly shortly uh, to join the small rank of the Hut and Helper, uh, Hut and Helper project. But apart from that, that, that is it. So, so, you, so you weren't the one lucky person who won £140 million in the UK? No, not yet. So yeah, for the mug for me. Thank you very much. Okay. Uh, now for me, um, Fletch is next on the list. Happy New yeah. Year to you. How have you, how you been doing? Happy New doing? Year, Flossie. Yeah, I'm all right, mate. Uh, I literally delivered the kids back to their grandparents today, so they're, they're now on their fourth Christmas in two weeks. <laughs> I've had That's a nice bo- one. From Boxing Day right the way through, so I was in bed at 10 o'clock on New Year's Eve, absolutely shattered. Uh, yeah, <laughs> a, a week of um, playing Lego Star Wars, uh, Lego Marvel oh, Super Heroes on, on the PlayStation. 
and uh, Hot Wheels and building Lego models and doing art projects and all sorts. So yeah, really good fun. And tomorrow night, hopefully, if I can get um, uh, an IP address that actually stays stationary for more than 10 minutes, I'll get my uh, live DJ slot on at Orbital Radio going tomorrow at 6pm. Hint, hint. Other than that, for the mug, good luck with uh, Distant Worlds. Oh, thank you, yes, uh, thank you. All right, thank you for, for the mug. And David, uh, are you going to interview Vinge? What? Pardon he? No, it's not my yeah, turn. I... It, it, it's definitely somebody else's turn next. It's, it's um, who, who do we say? It was Icarus's turn next to interview somebody, and not me. No, who's next after me? Uh, El Masri, I hope I'm pronouncing that right. Yeah, that's right. Hello. Hello. Nothing much for me. Yeah, for the mug. <laughs> All right, then. Pixel Bandits, that's your cue. What am I? This, what? You've got to ask what? the next person that's how their in. new year was and say hi. Yeah, but who was the next on the list? After Let's El Masri. Is it left in the in the thing? Is it's it Lenin? Lenin. Yes. Oh, it, tr- uh, it, trust me, you don't want to talk to Lenin. Things had moved, so I wasn't sure. But anyway, hi, folks. It's uh, it's me back on with you now. Lenin, Lenin, how have you been? Have you had a good New Year? I had a good New Year, and I must have been sleeping. So yeah. That sounds absolutely wonderful. Have you yeah, had any nice dreams? Best vacation ever. Oh yeah. yeah, for the mug and all that. E. Oh, it's me. Damn. Yeah, um, I was about to say it's not. Hey, Aiden. Aiden. Hello. Hello. Oh, you know oh, that you yeah. know that gin you introduced me to. Yes, I bought some for my mum. Well, they do and call it Mother's Ruin. I know, and then, I know. then we drank it, and oh my goodness, do I not remember the next day very well. So it did its job then. It, it was fantastic, and and thank you for that introduction. Uh, a, a few uh, a few weeks before Christmas, or well, it was a couple of months, wasn't it? My yeah. my, my goodness, my. actually, it was September. Yep, that feels that like was, oh, like. How was it? Pillbox. That was only a few weeks back, wasn't it? No. Uh, uh, anyway, Aiden, happy new year to you, and how are you? Uh, happy new year. I am quietly um, shooting Elvin's um, targets, and I, I've brought the stick out to to uh, to uh, go and you know apply the, the big, to the, the, big various, stick. the big stick, the big stick to apply to the various pirates that have been um, messing up uh, Alvin's law. Well, I, I, su- well, I, I, suppose, I suppose. I suppose if you were. Um, you know, one of these sort of pro wrestlers, you could take a big chair to them and, you know, do it, do it, you know, comedy style. No, um, unfortunately, um, my stick is not comedy style. It's more, hi, I'm a large lump of metal. Oh, so um, speak, speak softly speak and carry a really, really big stick with a nail in it. Yeah, it is the, um, it is a, a, a very nice philosophy to go, go with. And of course, you know, if you, and if you, if the big stick comes with, uh, Two huge overcharged multi cannons. Then you know, I suppose it's a big stick. Do, do any of them have a corrosive effect on them? Uh, I can neither confirm nor deny that one of them has a corrosive effect on them, oh, and the other one is oh. definitely not oversized in any way, shape, or form. That's just boasting. Yeah. Well, look, hopefully you had a, a, a grand uh, end and start to your new year, better than this this start of the show did. Anyway, um, and I look forward to catching up with you down in. Uh, Sol at some time uh, in the new year, hopefully. Uh, by the way, how, how is the new job? Are you in it yet? Not in it yet. Um, that d- new job doesn't actually start until March, but uh, my replacement from, for the current job is turning up next week, so there's not likely to be any um, delays. So you're, you're, you're training somebody else to, to fill your boots, so to speak. Yes, uh, to step into my shoes whilst... Um, yeah, before I depart for past is new. 
Well, fantastic well, and really good to still sort of have you here and joining and helping Alvin with your big shitty stick. Well, you know, somebody has to do just it. Hit just somebody hit it somebody and with it and just make sure you wipe it before you stir the soup. Well, I, I try and avoid using it to stir the soup because it, you, you never know where where the people I've hit with it have been. I know the... Um, the soup might work well uh, at McThargoids, but sometimes it's worth it. You know, you, I I have to you know throw it into cubicle three just yeah, to make you, sure. You know, you know, you know the worst part about that is we know where the people you've hit with it have been, and that's even worse. But look, thank you very much. Happy New Year to you, and we will speak we'll... speak soon. And I'm going to hand over. Is is it is it Flossie or is it Steve next? Who was Steve. next? That's it was Steve. Again. Go on then. I hope I pronounce this right. Is it Az- Azuka or Azuka? It's it's Azuka. Azuka, good day. How are you? And have you had a great New Year? Uh, yeah, it's it's been it's been good. Um, very hot down here in South Africa, but you you get used to it, so it's fine. Um, hi everyone, by the way, I'm a new Hutton trucker. I joined today, pretty much. Bonjour. And another um, trucker from South Africa. Oh. Pillbox, yes. pillbox. <laughs> oh no, that makes three of you. Who came with Azuka? Oh, near Kanikwani in South. Yeah, that can. I live in London now. But uh, yeah, I know it's hot down there. <laughs> there we go. We're, we're collecting South Africans. Yay! Yeah, and the live show taking over slowly. Be very careful about all of them. You know we are. We're, we're, collect, we're, we're collecting, and, and I mean it just shows the, the you know the, the the global reach of this show that every now and again they break into uh, yes private conversations and um, scare the rest of us <laughs> with what they're plotting. Doesn't doesn't three South Africans in one instance get you an achievement? Yeah. Oh. Possibly. It, it normally happens in real life as well, so it's fine. Well, really glad to have you back. I'm really sorry about the show this evening, by the way. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to crash into um, um, Dead, Dead Meets Chat here. Sorry about the show this evening. Normally, it's a lot more slick than this. We have got confirmation on the technical team that it's not the server at the end. It's not the server at this end. Unfortunately, BT and Virgin Media are having a huge fight this evening. And um, as a result, they're not talking to each other, which is why I cannot stream out to our server up in Glasgow. So I'm, it's not uh, a problem. I'm really sorry the show this evening has not been up to its usual low standard. <laughs> no, no, seriously, <laughs> you guys have been um, awesome. And to clarify on a point you mentioned earlier where you stated that Hutton doesn't have stalkers, I've been stalking you guys for about a lot, the last month trying to decide to join or not. So you had one for a while. Oh, well, well, thank you very much. So I, I me, I'm handing back to you now. I've crashed into your bit. That's quite right. I was just going to say I'm happy to have had a stalker and we're very, very glad you decided to join us. <laughs> Thanks. And uh, for the cup. There you go. Thank for you. The there we go. Flossie. Okay. Uh, Commander Chewbacca, you had a good New Year? Absolutely great New Year. Oh, brilliant. What did you do? So, first of all, I um, had a bit of a conversation with Mr. Jack Daniels and Mr. Jim Bean, and they smacked me on the head a bit. And then my wife and I signed the paperwork. So, um, there's going to be an official um, teenage Chewbacca in just a couple of weeks once the adoption papers go through. Oh, congratulations. That's Thank you. brilliant. Yeah. Yeah, and then, then I've been out doing a bit of uh, mining and some exploration and in my anaconda, and it's been fantastic, and just working. <laughs> okay, then. Oh, for the mug, then. For the mug. Thank you. Back to um, who's next? <laughs> Who's no? Uh, where do we get this? It was Chewbacca. Icarus. Icarus, Icarus is uh, looking after Ventura. 
Well, Commander Ventura, how's your new year? Eh, not bad. Uh, work and editing, that's about it. So far. Uh, other than that, for the mug. Right, unfortunately the Pixel Bandits have been interdicted by real life and they've had to leave us, so in which case um, it's back over to me uh, to say hi to the master of the uh, exploration lists and the Earth-like. Uh, it is Commander Zorlak. Hello, how are you doing? Yeah, pretty good, pretty good. Um, yes, yeah, it's been a bit a bit up and down uh, today, but yeah, it was epic time. We, we uh, in, invited uh, the Snoz and the Alvin and uh, uh, John over to our house for New Year, but how about you? you? You've had a relaxing Christmas, or you've been busy, busy? Uh, a bit of both. It's kind of uh, a few things at work suddenly decided to catch fire, so, you know, <laughs> all, all hands on deck. Um, and then a lot of I'm, I'm still not back at work I don't go back to work till Monday so it, it, it's all or nothing um, you and me both but I, be, <laughs> it's, I need to go back you know the demons in my head have had too much time to play and it's not a happy place right now um, but I'm, I'm prepping my anaconda for distance world twos um, it's long distance exploration is only something I do lists for I don't actually do it but as a fuel rat I have to go and I have to make sure that everyone's safe and, so um, your, your jump range is, is it is it like that or is it like that you know um well i if when i'm doing fuel ratting itself it, it's literally stripped down to pretty much nothing but um kind of beagle point and sajay and everywhere else you need a little bit more of extra things you know like more SLVs, mm -hmm. some some sl uh, ship launch fighters so i got it up to about 61 with everything i need which is not wow. as long as it usually is but it's you know it, it's enough it'll keep me sane so keep you sane. I mean, explorers aren't sane. No, um, they're not. And, and and I really get bored after about, you know, six jumps. Um, but I'm, I'm out there to make sure that people don't explode in the darkness. Uh, they've also got, you know, they've got fuel. They can get hull repairs, that kind of stuff. Uh, I'm going along because I haven't been in game for a long time. And it's just something I needed to do, get out there again. Oh well, enjoy the uh, enjoy the trip, and uh, I'm sure you're going to be bringing us plenty and plenty of data back again. <laughs> I hope so, unless I suicide and think, you know, sod this, let's go home. Right. Well, <laughs> we we love to hear your uh, stories from out there, and of course, your big lists of uh, things. Now, <clears throat> I've had a very important message from Pillbox saying that apparently I'm on autopilot. Pillbox. Yes. Uh, no, no, no. It was. Um... I was just commenting to uh, Nick. He said that you're already in the green room. Am I missing something? Because you kept saying, let's jump down to the green room. But we're oh, already here. Well, that, that was Elliot. Yeah, fine. Yeah. Oh, sorry. The normal show. Yeah. We, we're not in here for the normal show. You just get the audio feed from it. We're not actually in here messing around that, at the same time. That's why I said you were on autopilot. You ah, probably okay. You don't even realize that you were saying it. Yeah, no, I mean, yeah, three years of doing the show. That, okay, fine. I understand now. I thought it, I'd crashed into him or something, you know? <laughs> oh no no no! Yes, I'm I'm docking on autopilot. Uh, there's the Blue Danube playing, and um, yes, I've just rammed somebody. Um, right, so I'm going to hand over to Deadmeat. Deadmeat, could you speak to Deadmeat, please? I've done far too much of that over the last few weeks, um, <laughs> so I'll I'll speak to Flossie instead, if that's all right. Um, so yes, Flossie, Happy New Year, and how's your your New Year been? Happy New Year. Uh, yes, it's, um, I had a fairly quiet night. Uh, I decided to play some Elite and uh, I thought, well, last year I was very busy on a few of that, so I went on there and uh, 
It was very quiet. <laughs> it was so quiet we decided to go and have a party at Dav's Hope. <laughs> so there's a, about, I don't know, a dozen of us of us all down at Dev's Hope. All. I had my ASP, I didn't have my SRV unfortunately, um, but everybody else did. And I ended up with one sat on the roof of my ASP. <laughs> so You had a fuel rat on your ASP? I, I had a fuel rat in his SRV on my on top of my ASP. Yeah. <laughs> it's funny how you feel. When you describe your ship, you speak very carefully for some reason. <laughs> oh dear. You really don't Too want late. anyone to say they're riding your ASP. <laughs> She's very proud of her ASP. Uh, at one point, I did take off and to move slightly, and I forgot there was one on the top, so I'm not quite sure what happens after that. <laughs> oh, we, we love you, Flossie. You, you do you do make us giggle every single week. You couldn't make yeah. this stuff up. Yeah, so I just, um, well, midnight, I just uh, went to AFK for a few minutes, said, said Happy New Year to, to Robbie, and then I was back, back in game again. So, yeah, quite enjoyed it. He was just watching, watching TV, and uh, our son was out camping, so quite nice. <laughs> Um, and you weren't disturbed by any fireworks? I don't know, I don't know if there was any fireworks around here. There might have been a few. But no, we just had a quiet night in. Excellent. Any more news from in-game or has it just been a normal kind of pottery? I haven't really done much in-game. Um, just checking everything was ready for the uh, Distant Worlds 2 starting. I'm also going in the fuel rat roll. <laughs> Um, and as uh, Steve said, it's you know it, when you just fuel that in, you just have a bare minimum. But um, I've got an extra fuel tank. I've got the repair limpets, fuel limpets, repair the um, FU. No, AF. AFMU. I always get that the wrong way around. Uh, I think I've got two of them, actually. It's a bit like the FFS and the A. <laughs> yeah. FU. Yeah. The FU and the FFS. Oh, yeah. That's what I said. FU. I thought, no, I that's did. not right. You're going to end up in cubicle three with that kind of language. You really are. Flossy, can I ask you a question? Mm-hmm. Well, like, when you... Okay, say there's someone stuck a thousand light years away and you're busy jumping there. Because oh, I'm an explorer. But do you, do you just jump, jump, jump? Or don't you ever jump into a system and you get curious? Like, oh, that looks quite nice. And maybe spend it, like, extra five minutes wandering around. No, no. If I'm on a rescue, it's just direct to them. I don't look at anything. Just jump, 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 jump. In fact, if there's neutrons, I can jump there faster. So much the better. Because I'm just travelling when you go on a rescue. Oh, okay. Nice, nice. Uh, Sometimes I might do a bit of looking around on the way back, but not on the way there, definitely. So you're, you're, a, you're a speed jumper? Well, as near as I can get to speed, yes. Splat. <laughs> I have, I have learned to, um, to get round the, the stars without actually shooting the throttle now, so... I, I swear I thought you said something else just then. I really did. <laughs> I never crash into them. Not in... I don't intentionally, only if I need to, to get to somebody. <laughs> oh, well, okay. <laughs> so, uh, yeah, it's. Um, I'm looking forward to the Distant Worlds trip and hopefully uh, maybe able to help a few people on the way. 
Okay, and um, uh, other than, than that, anything else? For the mug. Right, Flossie. So it, now I can get my own back on. <laughs> it, 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 it's over to you. Uh, so, as you've uh, missed yourself out, I'll ask you then what your, what your New Year was like. Um, very similar. So I'd started the New Year in game. Sort of jumped out to send some messages and say Happy New Year to people and then jump back in, into the cockpit again. Um, <laughs> but mostly I've, I've been out of game because I've been getting my stuff ready for the new job next week. So that's been quite, oh, quite yes. exciting. Yeah, brilliant. Quite nervy. Well, good, good, luck with that. good luck. Yeah, thank you very much. But I'll have to miss the Distant Worlds because the first week of it, I'll be in a hotel room with no no Wi-Fi or anything. So um, you have to catch us up. <laughs> I might, yeah, if I I might try. Um, they're giving me a nice new laptop, so if that'll play Elite, I'll be. <laughs> be quite happy. Meet at the second play pipe because we'll be there for a while with this mining CG. You did. You didn't get to specify yeah. your own uh, your own laptop there, did you? No, all, all I know is I get a shiny new laptop and they're posting two monitors out to me as well. So um, I've no idea what the full kit is. But I'll find out. Mm, on nice. They don't give you a hot ass as well then? <laughs> <laughs> I've met some of the new staff and, and I can't really comment. It wouldn't be proper. <laughs> oh, yes, you can. I'll, I'll save that for the Gits chat. <laughs> <laughs> you just, oh, what are you like? Filthy tracker. You filthy tracker. You filthy tracker. Well, yes, apart from that, for the mug. Okay, thank you for the mug. Icarus, I think, is it? All right, uh, Lithobreaker, how was your new year? Very quiet, very restful, very relaxing. Sounds very nice. It was, yeah. I had a friend over, Glenn. Glenn Livis, you may have heard of him. (laughs) He's, He's got to make Ken as well. I think Glenn and Ken have a habit of visiting me when I go up to Scotland as well. Uh-huh. Yeah, so, uh, yeah, just uh, a quiet night in, uh, avoiding fireworks with the dogs. But uh, other than that, it was, yeah, peaceful and pleasant. Well, In-game, I uh, set off to do a little bit of exploring and then realised that I need to get back in time for Distant Worlds 2 on the alt I was exploring on, and I was two and a half thousand light years from the bubble. So I'm kind of hurrying back at the moment. Two and a half thousand light years, that's a small sort of one-hour trip, isn't it? Well, it's taken me most of the show, but I'm coming back into the bubble now. Have you got some nice data for us? Uh, about 60 mil. 60 mil? Hang on a second. <clears throat> now, for those of you watching on Twitch, hang on a second. Um, I've actually managed to, to fire up the cockpit here in the in the side of the screen, and I can go over to this screen here, and I can go to that one there, and I can, I can call up our squadron on screen. Here we go, look. And it's squadron management. Now, I need, before I move on, um, somebody to make a decision. We have a commander biohazard as applied to the squadron here. Oh, what what do we him. think? Do we do we know a biohazard? Yes, I know him. Is he straight out of Cubicle Three or she? No, no, he's um, he does a lot of the CGs. I believe he's in the um, the tea bagging. So if if Flossie vouches for you, do you know what we're going to click on this screen here? We're going to click <laughs> yes. And actually, and I'll tell you what, I need, I need to do this bit as well. I need to actually see it. Hang on a second. Applications, members, and uh, at the moment, the biohazard is on Cubicle 3G. Oh, as Azuka as well. Yes. Uh, now, hang on a second. So, Azuka, you've been moved out of Cubicle 3. Thank uh, the you bio, The biohazard, hang on a second. The biohazard, as much as I'd love to leave the biohazard in Cubicle 3, it's probably not safe. So, the biohazard is now also out of Cubicle 3, live on the stream. There we go. Just thought I'd do that while I was um, 
Hey, I get to say hi to and happy new year to Odimon. Happy new year. Happy new year to you, Odimon. Did you hear about the guy who started fixing breakfast at midnight on December 31st? I didn't hear about the guy who started fixing breakfast at midnight on December the 31st. He wanted to make a New Year's toast. Oh, dear. Uh, oh, oh, boy. <laughs> Go on, then. So, Give us your next, so one. Why, your next one. So why do the wall fall down on New Year's Eve? I don't know, but I tell you what, the wall's just fallen down on the studio behind me again. Yeah. It, it was plastered. Oh, no. Oh, damn. Right. So what... So what do chefs go to celebrate New Year's Eve? I don't know. Where do chefs go to celebrate New Year's Eve? Times Square. Uh. And, okay, two more. What do squirrels give for Valentine's Day? Um, what do squirrels give for Valentine's Day? I, I could come up with many rude answers to this one, but I'm not going to. Forget me, Matt. <laughs> I'm going to go and cry now. That was terrible. It was brilliant, but it was terrible. Thank you very much, Odiwan. Did, did you have a good New Year? Yes. And one last thing. Valentine's Day is a day without the V and D come together. I don't know. Pardon? Pardon? Sorry, missed that. Sorry, missed that. Valentine's Day is the day that the V and D come together. Oh, okay. Yeah. Well, well, thank you very much, Odimon. And uh, we look forward to hearing much more from you over 3305. Right, I'm going to hand over to um, somebody else before the rest of the studio collapses behind me. The ceiling's fallen in, the wall's fallen off, everything's caught fire. Um, Somebody quick cover for me while I fix things. Pillbox, have you had a great new year? Yeah, if you call laying in bed while all the fireworks are going off and not hearing a damn thing. Actually, to be honest with you, I was supposed to go out with friends, but um, I was on call, so I got called out the night before. I got home late. So when I got home, I said to my mates, oh, you know what, I'm going to go to go have a nap. I'll I'll sleep for a couple of hours and I'll come meet you. And I woke up, it was the next day, it was New Year's Day. (laughs) That sounds like a fantastic New Year to me, to be honest. To be be honest with you, it was actually very nice. It was because I knew that... I mean, I've I've been reading my messages from mates, and they they sound like they've had a lot like a really good time, but I think they also just got like extreme hangovers and stuff like that. So um, for me, it was cool. I woke up, I was like, yes, awesome. Was next day, carry on. It's always great when you're the one that hasn't got a hangover. Yeah, yeah, definitely. And I mean, I was just so tired because I haven't had time off over Christmas. Uh, actually, in Christmas and Boxing Day, I was sick. So and it's. It's a, it's a good thing that there were actually public holidays because I was working that whole week and those two days I was sick. So for Christmas I was just in bed and all I did was watch TV and sleep, which is kind of cool really. Um, and then, uh, yeah, and then New Year's, blah, blah, blah. And it's, it's just it's nothing really happened because one, well, my family lives so far away, it doesn't really matter to me, you know. So to me, it, it was perfect. It, it was good. Excellent. I'm sorry to hear about you being ill at Christmas, but... Ah, that's, well, that wasn't that bad. I got to watch loads of stuff on, t- on, on TV, so... <laughs> so like... You obviously had better TV than I did. <laughs> yeah. Anyway, so for the mug. Thank you very much. Uh, Flossie, you get to speak to milady. Um, to who? Um, milady. 
Ruby. All right. <laughs> I was just thinking, did we actually get to speak to Icarus? Or did he get missed out? Oh, because Icarus was going to speak to Icarus, so no. Yeah, so Icarus, how was your new year? Oh, it was great. I got to spend time with family and stuff. We went down to Georgia and uh, spent some time with my dad's side of the family and then came back around New Year's Eve and had some time here. It was pretty good for the mug. Oh, good. Thank you for the mug. Um, Lupini, how was your New Year? I've done both. Hi. <laughs> Hi, how are you doing? Hi, and happy New Year. Happy New Year to you too. Have you got anything to tell us, or is it just for the mug? I'm not hearing anything, I don't know. Is it just me? Not you, just Lossie. His mic gone a bit. Ah. Uh, yeah, I can see your light's on, but there's no sound coming out. Oh, sorry, can't hear anything. Do you hear me now? Oh, yeah. no, I hear you, yes. Yes, I'm just uh, back in Imperial Space and trying to rank up for the cutter. That's it. I'm trying to find your sip. Anyways, that's all for the mug. Okay, thank you for the mug. And and hang on a second, and our very last trucker of the evening gets to be introduced by our special guest. Icarus, you right. can you can have the Waz. Alright, <laughs> Waz. Uh how's your New Year's Eve? It went fine. I've spent time with the family, with my son with the family. He enjoyed it. I'm just coming back from Colonia with a load of data and a couple of neutron stars I found. Five of them. Undiscovered. I can't wait to drop that off. Oh, that's pretty nice. Yeah, I'm just on my way back and then I'm going to cause shenanigans in the Empire. I am. Shenanigans are the best way to spend your time. Yes. Oh, definitely. <laughs> and that's all for me. Oh, and I'm also on a better side. I am now than I was from last year. Now, we are really glad to hear it, Waz. And it's for the mug. Hearing a cheerful waz makes my day. <laughs> and and I tell you what, every time I hear you speak, I'm now picturing you in that onesie as well. Oh, uh, yeah, that's still... Uh, I still kept my word for it. You did. <laughs> You're a good man, and thank you very much. And like I said, I pull that better off than DJ. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I mean, DJ couldn't have looked any worse in that. <laughs> right. Okay, well, thank you very much for the green room. And I'm really sorry the show's been a bit shenanigans this evening, but thank you for sticking with us throughout the show. Um... Now, normally, now this is this is for the commander who left to confuse pillbox and then confused me about. But Dave says he's running down to the green room, but he's in the green room. Yeah, okay, just because the studio caught fire. And those of you watching, hang on, see, those of you watching on the webcam as well, actually saw the 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 studio wall fall down behind me as well as I was doing that, um, which was a bit silly. And the ceiling fell off. I've got bits of ceiling that have fallen off right throughout the show but we've had a theme going throughout the show this evening so i'm going to go through the theme um here we go right all the way up to the top so the theme this evening we had uh witchy woman by the eagles we had soul limbo by booker t and the mgs we had heart by barracuda we had um was that it oh karma chameleon by the lost fingers and i'm going to play this Okay, you're going to recognise this one as well. I'm going to play this one, and there's a final tune to go out on that's not part of the theme. I'm going to play this one, then I'm going to reveal the theme. Um, as with the rest of the show, but it makes editing for Ventura, who's helping me, a lot easier. I'm going to hit go, and somebody yell out what it is, and if I get bored of the tune, then I'm going to stop it and tell you what it is. Um, 
somebody's got to recognize this one. Fletchwood, if he's here, but he's not here. So I'm going to hit go. Here we go. Give up the world. Sorry, what was that? Uh, I give up the world. No, I have to start again. I have to start again now. Hang on a second. Was that a flossy? Was, no, it, I was reading from the text. He's oh, your text. In the text. Oh, who got it? Mpax got Iris Goo Goo Dolls. So that means I get that's cut Biohazard, off. by the way. Oh, Mpax is Biohazard. We had another application to the. Um, hang on, sit to the, the truckers while we were on air as well. But uh, yes, that was Iris by the Goo Goo Dolls. So our final list is. Uh, what did we have? We had Heart by Barracuda. We had Soul Limbo by the Booker T and the MGs. We had Witchy Woman by the Eagles. We had Karma Chameleon by the Lost Fingers. We had Iris by the Goo Goo Dolls. Um, and I've had... I'm just going to double-double check. I've had one guest to me on Discord. I'm just looking at the Discord. Uh, have we had any other guesses on other medium that I need to know about that were earlier? I've not picked any up. No? You, okay, I, I, I tell you what. Should we take a guess as to who guessed? And I'm going to take a guess as to who guessed right. Here's a hint for you. It's somebody here in the green room again has managed to get the theme again. Is it Pillbox? No. It's Litho Breaker again. Uh, I, I've never Sorry. Got now, as we're down in the green room here, and we don't, we're not going to run upstairs, Litho Breaker, for all of the tunes, if you can remember them, could you tell us what not only the big link is, but how each of them links to the link of the tune? Uh, uh, well, there was the Heart Nebula, the Soul yeah. Nebula. Uh, what else did you have? You had, ooh, can't even remember the tunes now. The Nebulae. A witchy Woman? I give it away. Witchy ne the Witch Nebula, obviously enough. Witch Head, yeah. Uh, Karma Chameleon, The Lost Fingers. Uh, can't remember that one. Ah, oh, that'd be Chameleon Nebula. And, of course, okay. Iris by the Goo Goo Dolls was the, mm -hmm. the Iris, Iris Nebula. Nebula. Yes, so they were all nebulae. And it was chosen, the theme this week was chosen by our special guest from the PBSF. Now, you've won just about everything going, haven't you? Um, most things. Still haven't got a stress ball, though, actually. No, but I did Did I not say I'd have to send away a hut and shot glass? Have you got a hut and shot glass yet? I have, yes. Oh, I'm not sure I've got a worthy substitute for that one. I'll take a second shot, glass. Ooh, take a second no, shot, kidding, at kidding. <laughs> no, no, I will, I will find. I will find something from the Hutton bag of goodies to send you, Litho Breaker, and Happy New Year to you. Thank you very much, and a Happy New Year to you. So before we head out towards the end of the show, um, does anybody else have anything to add? If not, I will I will take us rampaging down to the end of the show. Nope. Okay, well, look. Well done. Thank you very much, everybody, for joining us through the last three and a bit years of the show. Uh, we will persist. Now, this is probably the last show that, well, actually it wasn't because nobody could listen to it on the radio station. So if they were listening on the radio station, our friends over in America uh, might not be able to listen to the radio station as of next week because of... Uh, the US licensing laws getting all silly on us. And even though we pay for this radio station and we legally own the music and we pay the artists that um, we play in the music 24 hours a day um, through SOCAN, unfortunately, American licensing authorities have said that um, they want more. They want many, 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 many hundreds of dollars a day more, which is not something the Hutton truckers can sustain. So, Hutton Orbital Radio is still going to be carrying on. We're still broadcasting on radio.forthemug.com or huttonorbital.com slash radio.aspx. Unfortunately, our friends over in the US are going to be geo-blocked as of the 12th, which is really, really sad. However, we are working on some cunning ideas. The live show is still going to carry on happening. You can still come to the green room here. You can still watch us on tv.forthemug.com or... Um, assuming the servers haven't caught fire again. And we're going to work on something that allows us to legally carry on broadcasting 
24 hours a day to the US as well as the entire rest of the world who are all cool with how we do it. It's just America that isn't. But we're going to come up with something um, that isn't going to break the bank and is appropriate to the size of radio station that we are. So um, if there's a temporary interruption of service for our American friends, then we're really, really sorry. Um, there are the podcasts, there is plenty of content, but there's not much else we can do. Um, our sister station, Lave Radio, is still on the air, but unfortunately relegated to playing license-free music to maintain its uh, sort of legal status. Um, we will sort something out. So to the American audience that aren't listening, because the radio station's not live at the moment, uh, but you are going to listen on podcast, we'll fix something, and we've had a great time having you as listeners and we're going to have you back to the podcasts are always available on media.forthemug.com of the live radio show and of course the live radio show is always available here in the green room and as i said uh, on the tv channel as well uh, it's been a wonderful few years it's going to be a wonderful 3305 i cannot wait to see what it brings i mean all the stuff that we've had in the last couple of months i cannot wait to see what they come up with for the next 12 months it has been an absolute pleasure having all of you truckers as friends and listeners and people in the green room and people we've met as well i look forward to seeing you all at events later in the year and those of you overseas uh, we do have overseas events as well we've had them in the west coast of the u.s we've had them in texas we've had them in australia uh, we've had them down in france and there will be many more as well and if you feel there are other truckers anywhere near you in the galaxy that you want to get together with just just get in touch with us and we'll help you put together a little pizza meet or a you know, just go out for a beer kind of meet with fellow truckers. I mean, there are two and a half thousand of us in the Facebook group. I'm sure we can find truckers near you. And if you want to organize your own little thing, get in touch. We can help you. Let's make 3305 the year of truckers and PWP and getting together and having fun. In the meantime, uh, I'm going to say good night and thank you to our guest. Thank you, Icarus, for joining us. Uh, no problem. And thank you for persisting with the show all through the trials and tribulations. Thank you, as ever, to Dead Meat GF. That's been great, as always. And Flossie? Yeah, it's been uh, good, good, as always, yeah. Yeah, thank and you. our stunt pilot, Pillbox, uh, to Fletch, who's had to Scarper, to PBSF Pendragon, and, of course, to the entire team behind the scenes as well, to everybody who's contributed. And I'm going to leave us with a tune. Um, we, we picked a tune, obviously, for Spike 1986, because the galaxy uh, is that little bit of a, a whiter shade of pale without you in it, mate. And we do miss you.
Just go sleep Turn the 